You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. All right, welcome back to E-Commerce Marketing School. Today's professor is Chris George. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot to talk about. You you run Sub Summit. That's a tongue twister uh, right now. And I hope that everyone listening to the show goes to Sub Summit in 2024. June of 2024 will be here before we all know it. But right now we're going to talk about BFCM because we have a lot of students, listeners to the show who are in the subscription space. And if you have a subscription business, there's no better place to be than Sub Summit. And you personally have a ton of experience in the subscription world. So I wanted to bring you on and be our guest professor today to talk to us about subscriptions in BFCM. I think we end up with a lot of kind of new subscribers, people sign up or, you know, maybe gift a subscription. There's lots of options. Or maybe people, you know, BFCM is a buying period. You're not just necessarily buying for holidays, but people are in the mode of like, hey, let me stock up now on stuff that I want for me. And I sell baby formula. So it's like the same thing. You're just replenishing. It's a need-based item. But you have a really unique experience in the subscription box world. And I would love to spend some time talking through how to take that box experience and apply it to kind of traditional subscriptions replenishment, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, you bring up a couple of good points, right? Black Friday, Cyber Monday, in a lot of senses for a lot of brands, you're typically getting a low quality customer, right? Because they're looking for a bargain deal. And so you're typically going to see high churn on those customers. And so then it becomes super important to like look at the cohort analysis and the data to see like, was this a profitable sort of campaign offering, you know, 50% off your first month or whatever the case may be. And so it becomes really important to talk about like, how do you then convert those into long li- like long lasting customers? And if it's a gift, how do you convert that into a subscriber? But to your point around what we'll call replenishment subscriptions, which in itself are the best types, right? Look at Dollar Shave Club. Look at like the things that happen with like Amazon Pantry or Chewy. Like these are products that are getting delivered. You're getting value and you're getting convenience, right? Something you don't have to think about, right? Baby formula, I don't have to think about having it delivered. It's automatically getting delivered. In your case, you've got a maximum lifetime of the customer because the baby's going to outgrow taking baby formula, right? And so then it's like, well, what do we do from there? Is there something we can then convert them to? And one thing to think about as you're building the business, and this could be for anybody, is like, one, how are you going to enhance experience or how can you get them to discover new products, right? So people that you're giving baby formula to also might need other things, whether that's, you know, maybe it's a certain toy for the baby or maybe it's pacifier or maybe it's another product that you can start to include in the experience as they're going to outgrow the baby formula stage that you then convert them to vitamins. What I don't have any kids, so I don't know that world. You would know it better than I would. But um, I would assume that there's something. I mean, when do kids typically stop taking baby formula? At what age? A year. We have a year. So it's really unique from a retention standpoint, right? So then what after a year, what should the kids be taking is what I'd be thinking about. And I start to include that in those last quarter of the lifetime value of the customer. I include that product in there, something for them to try. Now it's a discover delight sort of opportunity. And then, you know, the other thing is, is like you typically have with all subscriptions, you typically have like your diehard customers, ones that really love the brand. And so that's where you can offer like some sort of VIP or premium subscription that includes more, whether it's pacifiers and diapers. I don't, you know, again, all these things that I, I wouldn't know, but that enhance the experience. Also, like, what are you doing to enhance the experience in the sense of like, is there a digital guide you can send to? 
first time moms. It's like, here's 10 things to do at home. Like they need to make sure you're doing it for your child at home, right? Things like that. And that's how I'd be thinking about it. Because if you're in the replenishment space, you're more than likely don't have something unique. You have something that you're competing against other people for. Right. And so then how do you build an experience that they wouldn't get at Amazon or the retail level? You do that by providing more value than just the product offering and you build a relationship with a customer. And that's what, you know, with subscription boxes, like the differentiator is they're giving discovered delight. They're presenting you stuff that you maybe never seen before or heard of and bringing awareness to it. But, you know, that's not a need to have. So subscription boxes in a lot of cases could have a shorter lifetime value because once customers, if they're budgeting, you know, it's, you know, they're now you're one of the top ones of the list. And you have to keep in mind, if you're any sort of subscription business, just because you're in the baby formula space on a subscription doesn't mean you're only competing against other baby formula subscriptions. You're competing for share of wallet, which means you're competing against Netflix and Apple Music and your streaming service. Anything that's on a subscription, you're not competing against. It's what where are you at on the list, right? And if it's a need to have- That's huge. Yeah, you're at the bottom. If it's a want to have, you're at the top. Yeah, so uh, you know when we do cancellation surveys, and we, I mean, all brands, right? Like all operators, we hopefully everyone has a cancellation survey. And when you when somebody cancels their subscription, you want to find out why. And I always have said that like putting price on there as an option is kind of a cop out answer because it's likely not actually your price. It's that they didn't want to spend that amount. Of, they have they want to spend their money somewhere else. So it's not that they aren't spending that money. They're spending it on something else. So price is it could be a piece of it like well I could have my Netflix account and this fancy face lotion if the face lotion was a little bit cheaper Netflix said that they're upping my price on a monthly basis I want to keep Netflix so I could downgrade my face lotion or you could reduce the price so price I mean it's definitely like it's worth considering but I also think it like sometimes we put way too much weight on price and our like gut instinct is to just drop the price okay well what we need to drop the price or we need to do more offers and that might not actually be it. It might be what you were saying about adding value and providing that, like, instead of dropping the price, like, do extra. I mean, look, what's the substitute? So they're dropping the price for what, right? What are they going to get other than that product? On the other side of it, like, yeah, you never want to drop price, right? The best brands in America don't have discounts. You can't go to apple.com. There's not even a coupon code spot, right? Lego doesn't have coupons ever, right? So you want to provide product or service that's so valuable that they're not worried about the price because you're giving them enough value, right? And the only instance where I can see you would lower your price on a retention tactic would be like, okay, I got the subscription. I didn't love it. They like said they had a bad experience. Okay. Hey, like try us for one more month. I'll give you a discount in the next month, right? That's how you would do it. If you truly believed like they just had a bad experience and I need them to try this one more time, well, then I can reduce the price and give them one more month at a discount because that cost of reduction of the price is probably less than it is to acquire a customer. So like it's worth it at that point, right? But it's not long tail. I've also seen where brands will do like, hey, you need to use our product for 60, 90 days. It's particularly like a supplement or something like that. So we're going to give you the discount on the third month. So, you know, it's kind of asking you to like, hey, commit to these first three months. We'll apply the discount on that third month. And if it's still not for you, that's fine. But instead of that upfront discount, doing it a little bit further down, if that's the case for your brand. Yeah. I mean, that could be. I think that you test that. That could work very well. Right. And especially for products that you don't see the results for 60 to 90 days, you might have to, you might have to do that. That might be the best way to do it for sure. So we have this holiday season coming up and 
particularly for a lot of like replenishment brands, they might, their customers might not be gifting as much. Like, I don't know, maybe if I have a fancy face lotion and I want to gift some to my sister, I'll buy my replenishment and then I'll buy some extra. Or maybe I, you know, in in our case, somebody knows somebody having a baby, they want to gift them a subscription or gift them a couple of cans. How do we take these kind of like budget buyer customers, customers coming in on a deal, because for the most part, brands are offering deals during BFCM. There are lots of brands who don't, and that's fine. But it's a buying time period. It's a deal time period. It's what people are looking for in their inboxes. So how do we make the most subscription-wise LTV off of these customers coming in with a discount up front? One, I would try to, I would A-B test like one of the days is a discount and the other day is a free gift with purchase. So like a $50 value gift versus 50% off. One, it'll, it could convert better. Two, you're giving the customer more value. Three, you're getting a higher quality customer because they're spending more on first purchase. So like, here's an example with Gentleman's Box. We would be like, our monthly subscription was $29 a month. We would say, sign up today and get this $100 watch with your subscription. Well, the watch costs us like $6. Well, if I give them half off, it costs me $15. I'm, I'm actually netting out better with the $100 free watch. And the customer is thinking they're getting a $100 gift. Yeah, that sounds really nice. It's like, hey, give, yeah, like give this to somebody else or keep it for yourself. Like, you know, and then... In the replenishment space, that's how I would do it too, is like, depending what the product is, like you can some give some free gift with purchase and you'll get a higher quality customer. Particularly something really visible like a watch because people will say, wow, I like your watch. And then they go, thanks, it was a gift when I got this box from Gentleman's Club. So the more visible your free gift is, you know, if you're a hair care company, give a scrunchie, you know, th- things that people are going to like actually wear out and round other people and maybe have a conversation about. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the whole success of Tom's shoes was that right. So, so Tom's shoes success because, you know, they were like the first to like this give back sort of marketing campaign. They were like the first ones to do it. And so like every customer of Tom's shoes became a sales rep for Tom's shoes. I'll tell you why. When you bought a pair of Tom's shoes, you got it, you were wearing them. Somebody, one of your friends would say, hey, like, what are those? Like, oh, these are Tom's. Like, oh, those are so cool. And like, yeah, thank you. By the way, did you know they give a pair to somebody in need? Like, now they're like sales reps for you. Everybody, they built a tribe of millions of sales reps. Every customer became an advocate for the brand. And, you know, it goes along in the lines of like, when you're saying you're giving somebody something visible where conversation can be started. It's also like a, a little bit of a status thing for the customer to be able to say like, I wear Tom's and it means something about me because I choose that shoe because of their mission. Um, you know, so it's a little bit of like showing off your personal values when you're able to voice that to other people. That's, yeah, that's really interesting to think about the free gift versus a discount. And I think with brands that have a larger product lineup, you can easily do that. You already have the product in your warehouse. Find that thing that is visible, that's the lower um, lower cost than the discount and test it. Either split test it same day, do two different days, put the free gift on the Cyber Monday, You know, make a choice and, and see what performs the best. Because everyone is enticed by something different. Some people are going to want the discount. Some people want the extra thing. Some people find an extra thing like, well, I don't want an extra thing. I, I just want what I have. I I have lots of extra skincare products sitting in my closet. I don't need more. Um, so I just want the discount. Might be one person's mentality, but another's could be, I want the free thing. And then there's also then how you kind of cohort those customers who come in, the people who come in on the free gift tracking them over time to see 
their LTV versus the person who comes in on the discount and cohorting them that way. Okay. So on subscriptions, we want to think about in those bringing customers in during this discount time period, thinking about how we maybe think about discount differently, adding, so swapping out free gift, which is basically like dollars, you could do dollars instead of percentages that that people, a lot of people test that. Um, But then also, instead of thinking about it as how do I discount, but how do I add more? How do I add value that goes above and beyond? So it's almost like that is a discount because they're getting more and it doesn't have to be free gift. It can be a guidebook. It can be uh, a partnership with another brand, something like that. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, look at a guidebook. Things that are digital make it a little hard, especially on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. They're looking for a really big deal, right? So like things like digital books and that could happen just on a regular basis to convert. But I think one of the one of the good tactics is when you're selling, let's say, a gift subscription, whether that's three, six, or 12 month, okay? Give a discount on those three, six, or 12 month subscription, gift subscriptions, that it lets you break even at worst case, okay? And then you're going to convert a percentage of those into being monthly subscribers. So now to win, right? So if I sell 500 six-month subscriptions at 40% off where I net, it's a net, it's a net neutral. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to make any money. Well, out of those 500, I'm then going to put a robust process in place to convert them. If I convert, let's say 10% into monthly subscribers, I now have 50 new subscribers that I paid zero for. And so that's how I would look at some things too. That's another thing I would do is that I, I would offer gift subscriptions of a discounted rate where at least I broke even and I'd convert those subscribers in a convert those gift buyers into subscribers. Right. So you're kind of attacking two customers at once like this, this problem, you're doubling your customer count by having something for the gift giver, but then also something to convert the recipient. Unless they bought themselves. Some people buy six months for themselves too, right? But yeah, yeah true. So like one of the questions you'll ask is like, you know, share the email of the gifty. Like we promise we won't spoil the surprise, but like now you've got their contact info. And then on the last package of the sixth month, you have to have it marked in your system. So then like on their sixth delivery, it's got some sort of card in there to sign up as a monthly subscriber. Like we hope you enjoyed this product. Stay on as a, a subscriber, give them a small discount, and now you converted them into a monthly subscriber. Yeah, so custom inserts for gift recipients um, and being able to tag them. Has to be the last one, yeah. Yeah, not the first one, right? Like they're just uh, they're just trying it yeah, out. Yeah, it's at the end of the three month or the sixth month or the 12 month, the very end. Yeah, I like that. And you know what? You Operators have time still to implement that because someone's going to give a gift and it's not going to be redeemed immediately. Um, and even if it is, you probably have a little bit of time. So I would say like of everything that we've talked about, I mean, certainly like think about the free gift that you can offer. Think about those kind of like upgrades that you can do versus a discount. But I think everyone can go right now and implement the like, hey, team, let's get started on building an insert that we're going to put in these gift recipients final package. Um, that's something that everyone can do. There's no kind of like, oh, well, we don't have time or it's already November. Um, you definitely have time because even a, a three month subscription you've got until February at the earliest. Um, I know you have years and years of knowledge in this space. Other than Sub Summit, how can people learn from you? Um, obviously, you know, come to, come in Dallas to come to Dallas in June. I mean, number one thing is Sub Summit is a large event in the world for all consumer subscription brands, right? Whether it's membership, subscribe and save subscription boxes, digital subscriptions. The, all the leaders in the space are there. There's multiple tracks for startups to mid-level to growth. 
tons of solution providers for you to meet with to help you grow your brand. And so number one is come out to SubSummit. And, you know, we've got a hosted meetings program, which helps brands attend the conference for free. So if you go to subsummit.com, click on the Get Free Tickets tab. That can help a lot of brands. There's limited spaces for that. We generally let about 600 brands into that program. So if you're eager to be at SubSummit, check that out because you get travel reimbursement too. And then outside of that, you know, my Instagram profile, which is just at Chris G Certified, there's a ton of content I put out around subscriptions and entrepreneurship. So feel free to follow me there. Amazing. Chris, thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge with us, being our guest professor today. I appreciate you. Of course. Have a great day. You too. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e-commerce marketing school and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review. With Privy, anyone can be a marketer. Simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to Triple Whale. E-commerce marketing school is now part of the Triple Whale podcast network. Triple Whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics, attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.